1: Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known. And that is America. You're listening to The C.L. Bryant Show, and I want to thank each and every one of you. For coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation daily, right here over our flagship station, Red State Red State Talk Radio. Also, want to thank all the other uh, stations who bring us along with them. Loving Liberty being one of them uh, out there in Utah. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, bringing us along, uh, Liberty Roundtable, as well. And uh, hey, folks. It is. It is a great day in the USA, no doubt about it. Regardless, regardless of what is going on with this uh, Corona virus, COVID-19, not good news uh, whatsoever and the way it's beginning to appear is that this is going to be long-term. And um, truly, those who hurt the most in long-term situations like this are people who are um, lower middle class to um, paycheck to paycheck and those who are unemployed they hurt the most when things like this occur. Usually those who are middle-class, mid to upper middle-class can weather the type of storm that we are looking at because of job security, uh, maybe financial security, uh, but still even those in the mid to upper middle-class range, many, Are overburdened with things that we've bought. And so you uh, you are are cash poor and cash flow poor. And so this does affect you too. Um, As far as restrictions on travel and gathering and all that type of thing. It affects everybody, and it certainly has affected me and my family Uh, this week. As all of you know, uh, a couple weeks ago I lost my wife, Jane, and, of course, her request, her desire was to be uh, cremated. And so um, to tell you the truth, I'm actually glad that I um, gave in to to that. Of course, it's Jane's life. It was her body, what have you, uh, her remains, uh, it was up to her to make the call. as what she wanted to do. So she wanted to be cremated. Got that done. Okay, I have the remains uh, in a beautiful, beautiful urn. I, I have them. We have not transferred them yet into the urn. Uh, we were planning on doing that at a ceremony this weekend in a place that Jane and I spent so much of our uh, time together, our 46 years together, in Shreveport, Louisiana. We were going to um, go there and have a memorial service, but um, the governor of Louisiana, John Bell, has um, now, and of course, many around the country have limited gathering. And in fact, the um, disease control, uh Center for Disease Control has issued something that i think is absolutely um harsh and that is no gathering or at least they recommend no gathering of people uh over in in groups of over 50 now i i don't know it it, it uh, seemed as though in the first initial report it said this did not um affects schools or businesses uh, well if that's the case then this is not that serious is it in in my estimation but you know of course we got to keep track on this because the news uh, is um, fluid and it's, it's, it's the beginning it's changing um, just minute by minute almost where this where this comes about. I've had reports that, you know, the National Guard and everything else is um, standing at the ready to be mobilized. And uh, Americans, it leads me to a question. In fact, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier in Shreveport, uh, Louisiana. Um, Louisiana has over 100 cases of, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, <clears throat> corona, corona infections. There in Louisiana. So, yes, yeah, of course, you have um, concern. Of course, you do. Of course, you have concern. But it's the question that I'm running into more and more uh, among people that, you know, who are constituents and listeners and friends of mine, you know, is this. Just how bad is this it, has has this been something that uh we are truly becoming hysterical over that may or may not merit being hysterical now, keep in mind, I understand that the president of the United States has to be concerned about the populace of his nation. That's his job. Yeah. In fact, that is first and foremost as far as his job is concerned is taking care of making sure that we're, we're safe. Okay. So I, I'm certainly not insinuating and I, I don't want anyone to take me wrong. And so I'm making it very clear. Right now, I am certainly not insinuating that uh, the president is overreacting to this. I am not saying that. I'm not saying the world is overreacting to this. I'm not saying that at all. The job of of any world leader, especially our president, is to make sure that we are safe against whatever enemies there might be. And right now, this coronavirus is being viewed as an enemy, and the president has to uh, take action against an enemy, and he has. He's done a very good job at doing it. It does not matter what the Democrats are saying. Uh, he walks on water. They still would not give him any positive <laughs> feedback on the water walking. They wouldn't do it. So, naturally, there's nothing that he's going to be able to do in the next four years either that's going to be satisfactory. However, uh, Pelosi does see that it behooves her to go along and play ball. But uh, back to uh, the the line of thought that we were um, on, and that is this. The question that I have, and I, I, I was talking to someone in Louisiana about this and it is quite possible the National guard uh, is, is about ready to be explode onto the scene, which means that uh, there's going to be curfew, there's going to be uh, crowd control, there's going to be neighborhood control, there's going to be control over the general populace of whatever city or state that uh, National guard is deployed and uh, initiated, which led me and leads me to a question. That I I did, in fact, tweet out, Facebook out, and Instagram out um, a little bit ago. At Rev, at Rev, R E V C L Bryant. Follow me on Twitter. And that's this How easy is it to control the population? Of the United States of America. Now, you look out your windows, you'll see cars and all that type thing driving up and down the road. But now, if you eliminate um, places for them to go, yeah, all of them, you know, they're going somewhere, huh? Yeah, they're they're going someplace. Uh, look out uh, on the street right now. You, you, all those cars—they're going someplace. It doesn't seem to be quite as congested as it normally is. Not even popular places in New York City are congested. Heck, it's um, except Andrew Cuomo, mayor of or governor of New York, <clears throat> is uh, about to shut down even those places to go. And so, think about it. Think about it. If um, <clears throat> you eliminate the places to go, then you limit the range of American motion as far as travel and destination is concerned. So, what does that cause most Americans then to do? Stay home. <laughs> Uh, Netflix and Prime Video and all them they they're 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 happy, <laughs> huh? They're happy. And, oh, that's a whole other conversation, but they're happy because you're talking about very wealthy social engineers who are you know just got a boost and what's going to happen because people are staying home watching apps well, yeah, buying films, buying, renting movies. Well, I don't think that has anything to do with this ability to control the population in the way that the population is being controlled. And yes, it is being controlled. Whether it's out of absolute necessity or if if it's, as someone has said, a practice run for something else. Are you hearing me? Not saying that that is in fact the case, but uh, it's a possibility is it not how is it How easy is it then to control the population of America well well uh, evidently pretty easy uh yesterday even though <clears throat> since i uh, relocated here to colorado jane and i never found um a church home here in colorado so we listen to our pastor james mcmennis on the ipad the the uh we well, mirror we mirror our phones to the television right And uh, watch our service, our church service, as though we were there um, in our home for the two months that Jane and I spent together here in Colorado. Yeah. Two months. So it lasted January and February. Yeah. So it lasted. And... um, We never really found a church home. So yesterday when the pastor was at the church live, but only the staff was there to make up the the congregation or to be in the congregation, we're talking about a uh, a church that ministers to 6,000 from Sunday to Sunday you know the church was empty but the pastor preached an incredible sermon yeah absolutely incredible and we're going to uh, actually going to talk a little bit about uh, the cleanup operation that we need to engage in here later on in the show in order for our nation to heal the way it should Uh, you can get that message by uh, uh, jameswgm.com awesome awesome message and I'm going to talk a little bit about it I'm going to put my CL twist on, uh, on, uh, on some of that here a little bit later on but it's easy to control the population is what I'm getting at people were told they could not gather and so what did the people do they did not gather There was no defiance, and uh, the cause is absolutely a righteous cause. Uh, It it, it is absolutely a uh, uh, compliance that you would not have any problem uh, going along with, especially when you start talking about the um, health and welfare of your fellow man around, you know, your children as well. Your your neighbors and would you be contributing to spreading something that's detrimental to the society that you live in if you're going to be a good citizen naturally you go along with a mandate that has on the front end of it doing a good deed yeah that's written on the front end of this mandate you are doing your civic duty but we we as Americans the, the price of our liberty, the price of our freedom, uh, Thomas Jefferson said this, is eternal vigilance and so even though we may find ourselves, hear me now, hear me we may find ourselves in the mindset of doing something that is Good for our society at large. Is it not vigilant? Is it not incumbent upon us in being vigilant to take into account that our compliance can be misused and abused? because of what they are able to get us to comply with. Are you hearing me? Huh? They're able to get you to comply with this because you think you're doing and you believe that you're doing and you rightfully do your civic duty. But can those who have nefarious ideas Concerning social engineering, actually use a time like this, and this is what you have to be vigilant about. To actually program you to jump when uh, the cue is given. Yeah, yeah, to go through the hoop on cue. Oh, that's what makes the the the, the lion show act, uh, the lion act uh, at, at the circus interesting is that the lion being so much more powerful than the lion trainer could kill him with one swipe of his paw one clamp of his jaw could kill the lion tamer yet on cue that lion will jump through a hoop of fire if the lion tamer tells him to And here you are, a populace, an American people who have something going on that no one else in the entire world has going on, and that is a birthright of liberty and individual freedom. Powerful over anyone who we elect to office. We can snap them in two. But they have us trained. I'll be back uh, after... These brief words with more of the CL Bryant Show. We have a lot to talk about today. Don't go anywhere. Tell a friend. Download free the CL Bryant Show.
2: It high.
1: Our hearts are in CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you all for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on The CL Bryant Show. As all of you know, I was going to uh, memorialize uh, my wife, uh, Jane, this coming weekend. But um, this virus has altered our family plans because, of course, our family alone almost and um, may exceed 200 people, and um, let alone the friends and loved ones who we wanted to be there with us, um, they would not have been able to come anyway because of um, the various restrictions and so forth we're looking for a rather large crowd there at Jane's um, memorial service um, to be there at my home church in word of God ministries and um, but we will postpone we postponed it and um, we have um, we're looking at another date and uh, we'll get with um, our church to see if in fact we're good to go uh, on that particular uh, date. I'll announce that soon. But what I was saying when we left is that this coronavirus um, could be used, at least the way that uh, the government is able to exercise itself over us. If we're not careful, it could be used for nefarious purposes. Yeah, it could. It could be used for nefarious purposes. I mean, uh, it, it shows us how easy it is to control the population of a nation as large as ours. Easy to understand how you could shut down Italy. Italy's a small country. England, same way. You know, but to shut down America in ways that affect all of us from sea to shining sea. Three hundred fifty million of us. Three hundred thirty, whatever it is. This over three hundred uh, million of us. You can have this thing that makes you feel as though you are doing your civic duty, and you should. But yet, those who have nefarious purposes can use situations like this nefariously, and they will. They can. This outbreak has even halted uh, oral oral arguments at the Supreme Court. Do you understand how far-reaching this is in our government? This is even giving Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York. Yeah, uh, that's Chris Cuomo's brother. Chris Cuomo, CNN anchor. (laughs) Total idiot. But his brother, uh, Andrew, who's a lot like his dad in in many ways, um, you know, he's trying to set the stage for 2024. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo and Andrew Cuomo set in the stage for 2024, and he's uh, propping it up on the back of coronavirus and how he handled this in New York City. So he feels as though he uh, is in a prime position to get on TV and lie and about uh, what the president is not doing and how the president should be handling things and how he would do it if, in fact, uh, he was calling the shots. So, uh, being uh, the governor of uh, the most uh, contains. The most densely population city, populated city in America, being governor of that state, Andrew Cuomo, uh, is getting got on, and he gave us his two cents. And for whatever it's worth, uh, you know, some of it makes sense to, as far as the uniformity is concerned, but there is uniformity, and. Um, different states in my opinion should in fact have a uh, national guideline yeah I agree with that but each state is different uh, and it's a state not only a state of government a, but that state of government also shapes a state of mind for those who live in those states and uh, people in Pennsylvania have a totally different outlook on uh, how to approach things than uh, people in Louisiana. Yeah, much different. I have friends. I have friends there in in uh, both uh, uh, Philadelphia and over in Pittsburgh, and throughout the state. You know, Bucks County, all throughout the state of Pennsylvania. And um, I can tell you that they they think differently than we do down in Louisiana and I'm just beginning to get to know how people in Colorado uh, you know think about things I'm just beginning to get to know that so um, I would still be of the mindset though that even Coloradans think a lot different than people living on the East Coast so even though there, sh- there may be and should be national guidelines as Mario Cuomo is saying, and the president has laid those out. But each state still has to handle its people in the way its people should be handled by the state. Yeah. The government cannot mandate how you're going to govern, uh, even though, you know, John Bell Edwards fan, but at this point in time, uh, he is the governor of Louisiana, and... um, Uh, he has been empowered by the people of Louisiana to govern and so the people of Louisiana should follow that lead as I will here in, in Colorado the lead of whatever governmental authorities say but I will not be I will not discount the fact that I must take into account what they what they're going to ask me to do. Are you hearing me Americans? We we can never discount the fact of what they are going to ask us to do. The facts of, uh, that's contained in their asking. What is it what is it they're wanting to ask us to do? And why? Now I don't intend to, uh, um, you know, wax belligerent ever. I just want to know why. Uh, And this can easily be explained. Tell us about the nature of this virus. Is it uh, 10 times worse than the flu, or is that just hype? Tell us, tell us why something that uh, basically is a threat to elderly and sickly people in our population, whether they're elderly or not. If you're sickly, uh, you do need to take certain precautions. But tell us, is this more of a threat than it is being said to be? Give us reasons why... Uh, the possibilities of the National Guard being called out is absolutely real give give us reasons for that huh Give give us reasons for that and Americans let's not just wave our hands around hysterically because the government says this is what we're being told. Again, the job of the president is to take care of the population. I am in no way saying that the president is overreacting. I am in no way saying that. I am saying that we must always weigh Everything that is said to us by news media, government officials, whomever, we must weigh it to be certain that nefarious uh, intentions are not carried out and we become unwittingly co-conspirators in our own demise huh? by being controlled by uh, whenever you're whenever that government is successful in doing what they have done it weakens your personal liberties because you have just handed over a little bit more to them in order to tell you what you should do and to keep you safe. There's there's a cost to it. There's a cost in trusting. But trust, verify. That's all I'm saying. Ronald Reagan. In any situation, the better part of wisdom is to trust verify that's all I'm saying that we should be doing with coronavirus that's certainly what the president is doing he's trusting uh, his people but he's wanting to verify everything that's going on this thing has even shut down the uh, oral arguments that uh, were going on and to take place in the Supreme Court that's how widespread this is now uh, this is giving uh, Andrew Cuomo a platform governor of New York to stand on because surely you know he's going to run for president in 2024 yeah and he's giving us his ideas on what uh, is on his mind okay now Wall Street continues to plunge this is why I one of the reasons why anyway that I take into account that there are people with nefarious intentions who are gleeful you know who they are I did it I did a real talk on it just this last week they are gleeful that this is happening that the uh, S&P 500 sheds 2 trillion in value there are people who are gleeful about this selling off big time Wall Street continues to plunge as S and P, Standard and Poor's, uh, 500 sheds two trillion in value. Wow! Yeah, folks, the U.S. stock indexes indexes uh, plunged about seven uh, percent. Uh, yeah, it's significant on Monday. Uh, you know, as um, the Federal Reserve drastic interest rate cut to near zero stoked fear of coronavirus driven recession. Now, keep in mind what I said to you last week. I'm going to bring it up again. I'm going to bring this up again. Especially when you're looking at the mentality of these Democrats uh, today in Washington, D.C., especially when you're looking at their uh, attitudes today in Washington, D.C. What is bad for you is good for them. They don't want things to get better. You better hear me. They do not want things to get better. They want things to stay as they are. It is the only way that they remain significant. Back to nefarious activity. Here, everything, everything has failed. Everything has failed. Wow. <laughs> as far as trying to take this president out. Now, before all of this happened, I want you to hear me. Before all of this happened, what was the mantra that we as conservatives were uh, singing? Only Trump can be Trump. That, that's it and the Democrats knew that that was true they, they knew that's true they know that that is true only Trump can beat Trump at the time that we were saying that that was absolutely true and Democrats knew it was true we knew it was true uh, the, the world the world leaders they knew it was true as well just uh 57 days ago. Yeah. Two months ago. Uh, 58 days ago. Uh, coronavirus was just coming onto the horizon. 58 days ago. Not quite two months ago. The Chinese were signing a trade agreement that was historic. We had slapped around the Iranians in a fashion, in 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 a uh, fashion, whereas we had them coming to the table as well. Little Kim, even though he is absolutely nuts, was not firing off rockets, even though a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, he fired off one again. First time in a long time. First time in a long time that he did anything that ridiculous. Things were falling into place. The president was having fantastic um, out-of-the-country, overseas visits with our allies, friends. They were absolutely fantastic. Things were rocking along. Bernie Sanders was indeed looking as though he could steal the nomination from joe biden and elizabeth warren and then when this thing was first mentioned about 58 days ago it was a whole different american picture out there amy klobuchar for goodness sake was still making waves yeah Edge was still making waves, but no more. Now it has boiled down to Uncle Joe, Sleepy Joe, Crazy Joe, whatever brand you want to put on Joe Biden as the president um, has branded him, and whatever brand you want to put on him, you can put it on him. He was looking as though he was about to take the political dirt now. In fact, what the Democrats have, and this is to their chagrin, uh, what they actually have is uh, political night of the the walking dead. (laughs) In Sanders and Biden, what the Democrats have and what they know they have is the political night of the Walking Dead. Until. Until. That's what they had. Until coronavirus. At first, you now nothing uh, really to even think about much. But then it began to. I
0: thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life.
1: You thought I was worth even. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for.
2: So you sacrificed Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio.
1: God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend
0: a helping hand. And for the flag I stand.
1: CL, back with you here. First hour, first hour home stretch. Stay tuned for the second hour. If you don't get both hours of the CL Bryant Show, be sure to download free the CL Bryant Show app. On to your favorite device and listen to us daily, 12.05 Eastern until 2 p.m. every day. Download free, the T-H-E, the C.L. Bryant Show app. And uh, thank all of you for coming along with us and uh, helping us build a bridge to conversation right here on um, the C.L. Bryant Show. Yeah. Yeah, the um, U.S. stock market indexes plunged 7%. In the past um, 24, 48 hours, we have been looking at a building concern about where this may go. Now, the Federal Reserve, uh, you know, drastically uh, cut interest rates to near zero. And it, that was stoked by, of course, fears over the coronavirus. And the, the greatest fear is that a recession would come. Now, if a recession does hit, um, and if it does come, then uh, Trump is fickle. And understand this and there was a skit that uh <laughs> yeah, Dave Chappelle did in Sticks and Stones. If you haven't seen that, folks, um that is funny. Don't you can't watch it with the kids, okay? Um it's not really that bad, but um I mean, it's he, Chappelle, okay? I should say it all for you. But he makes a very very brilliant point. And um that thing is that um, if it doesn't happen to me yeah it can happen to anybody else but as long as it doesn't happen to me and America that is one of the things that you have to take into consideration we must be around to help each other and we certainly must be around to help Uh, we don't have to be but we, we should be around to help each other and the rest of the world depends on, on us to be around to help them. And we have this rapid response thing going on, this rapid response team that is, in fact trying to uh, find um, an antidote, um, a, a serum for this. And we will find it. But to have anything reliable is, you can't just do that overnight. You'd be shooting people with stuff that may kill them. But in the meantime, you're facing uh, people who may not be able to go to work, people who may not be able to uh, pay their bills, you know, that type of thing. And and eventually, over a long period of time, unless you are uh, super wealthy, mega rich or whatever, uh, this will affect everybody. Everybody. And uh, God forbid... And saints, uh, all of you who are believers, need to pray that that we don't have some, you know, something here that's breaking in on the American scene that is going to decimate numbers of elderly people. Are you hearing me? And I am in that. I'm in that bracket. I'm over sixty. You know, although hey, I'm not afraid of this whatsoever. I'm not afraid of this whatsoever. But I know a lot of people are, and it certainly appears that people who are uh, investors and players in the stock market are—I uh, mean, big players. I'm not talking about you, a uh, small, small-time. <laughs> I'm talking about you, big players out there. You're 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 afraid of recession. Trading on Wall Street. Uh, Wall Street's three main stock indices um, was halted for 15 minutes shortly after the open. And the third such pause in six days as the S&P uh, 500 index plunged 8%, triggering an automatic cutout. The benchmark uh, indices uh, index slid as much as 11.4%, shedding about $2 trillion in market value before bargain hunting helped the indices claw back. It's a great time to buy stock, in other words. It's a great time to buy stock. Now, the beauty of this and the strength of this administration and what has happened over the past three years with the uh, stock market reaching historic heights Uh, we have come to a place financially and economically in America where we very well can absorb most of the economic punch that we're experiencing because the market soared in such ways that it did for the last three years if we had not had the type of success that this administration this president has experienced over the last three years and we had An outbreak such as this. Yeah. Before Trump became president. You would be seeing. Depression like. uh, Times facing. Americans. That's what you'd be seeing. Depression like. Times facing americans but because uh our stock market our economy was so robust and because it was flying so high and it had flown so high and it had reached heights that it had never seen before we're able to absorb so much of this but we need to get well soon oh yes we need to get get well real soon so that we, because it can go away. All of this, listen, prosperity, success, uh, booming economy, all of that can go away. But what I am imploring all of you to do here today is to be very, very vigilant about what you're being told by the news media, what you're being fed, especially over on CNN the usual suspects is MSNBC. You know. You know CBS ABC. The usual suspects. Be careful what you are being told by them. Because this is. It has been. And is now. Politicized. And. As long as they get away with, can get away with it, they're going to politicize politicize this. It's it's almost heartbreaking to uh, hear to listen to Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer talk in this point. It, it, you know, it breaks my heart to hear them talk. Anyway, you know, just bad. <laughs> but when we should be unified and they just don't realize how much bigger they would appear and that they could be if they would put on a more unified uh, front with the president this thing with the passing of this bill and the conglomerate um, collaborating on on this bill is good but the, the problem that the Democrats have is that they are being run by very small in character stature individuals. They are being run by people who are yes, very wealthy, but they have a very shallow character. Yeah. Very shallow character. And you can tell that. You can see that. in the response that Uh, people like Nancy Pelosi have uh, toward um, other politicians who inhabit the hill like she does. She knows that you have to have bridges to walk across back and forth. You have to have that. She knows that. Yet, she is compelled to play the divisive game because the people who have the money compel her to do it. And she does what is necessary. She, she Evidently, Nancy plans on holding on to uh, her seat. She plans on holding on, if she can, the gavel. And folks, uh, if we don't uh, come to a sensible uh, point here where we can actually say to ourselves, honestly, I'm not going to be um, cowed down and run off by coronavirus, then um, as long as we can be cowed down and run off, then they're going to cow us down and run us off and the weight and the reason why it's going to be easier for them to do that is because we're ignorant about what coronavirus is. Oh, we've heard them tell them, tell us what, you know, you know it is and even with them telling us what it is and putting into um action uh, the mandates on some gatherings and gatherings and so forth even with them telling us what we need to do, we're not really sure why to do it. As far as our individual selves are concerned because evidently this affects our children differently than it affects the parent and it affects the grandparents differently than it affects the children and the parent. So... what? We don't know why we're supposed to do what we're being told to do. Which leads us to the theme and the question that I have had for this last hour on the C.L. Bryant show here today. How easy is it to control the population of the United States? Evidently, that's pretty easy. You come up with a real or maybe imagined um, pandemic well, evidently is it's real because it's everywhere but the effects the effects um, is it necessary for us to do what we're doing and folks don't ever get to a point where you don't ask that question I'm C.L. We'll talk more after the top of the hour. Be back with more C.L. Bryant Show.
0: I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road.
1: back welcome back everybody throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet the greatest success story the world has ever known and that is america it's up to you and i to keep uh this uh successful to keep america successful it is up to you and i to do it and friends uh there are so many things That are going on right now in um, our uh, society, in our in our little <laughs> whatever's is happening. There's so many, so much is going on that um, some people are not thinking rationally at all, and. Um, for instance, this this uh, this Florida pastor. Yeah, I was trying to find it here. Yeah, here it is. This um, Florida pastor, and, and you know, I've been talking about you being aware, being vigilant, asking questions as to why we're being shepherded like sheep. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, if we're being led to green pastures, cool, that's fine. Yeah, but we, we you know, but not like sheep. We ask questions. And we need answers from those we elect to office to take care of our business. And right now, uh, the business is facing America is the business of this um, coronavirus. And the reason this virus is having such an effect is because it is... Shutting down business. Gee whiz. And the airlines which were gangbusters. And and uh, I, flew, I flew a lot. And uh, gee whiz. And that's um, one of the strengths of what I do. Of course there's other ways to do what I do. And social media being what it is right now. Uh, and looks like it's going to be even more persuasive and pervasive in our society social media is as we become more spaced out and paranoid of each other we began to talk to each other over and communicate over social media so that's going to be a big deal so what I'm saying is this some are using this Circumstance to Reveal Or at least this circumstance Is revealing Certain Ignorance In our society that Need to be exposed Because this Type of ignorance doesn't help Now I'm citing And and pastor you know I'm sorry if uh You know, it comes off as though I'm calling you uh, ignorant. But your actions are. And they're not the actions of a good citizen. Florida pastor defies CDC. Vows church will never close. Okay. Despite the Center for Disease Control and Prevention uh, recommending that all events with 50 or more people be canceled for two months and that people avoid shaking hands in order to help prevent uh, the spread of the coronavirus. A conservative evangelical pastor has vowed not to close his church and encourage congregants to shake each other's hand. And uh, Newsweek reported on Monday. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown... uh, (laughs) Oh, my. Said he would not close the Florida based Revival Ministries International. He leaves because he's raising up uh, revivalists, not pansies. Now, I'm going to have. <laughs> We've got to talk about this. We've got to talk about this. Uh, because, you see, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown's a good friend of mine. But he and I initially disagreed on whether or not Donald Trump should be president of the United States. He thought President Trump should be president of the United States. I was of the mindset, how in the world could you possibly believe he could be president of the United States? That that Rodney Howard Brown, that Rodney Howard Brown uh, was right. Uh, almost a year before Trump became president and um, now I've come to another point where he and I might see things differently and we want to talk to to him about it I want to have him on um, Wednesday so he can uh, hopefully have him on Wednesday so he can share with you why he wants to defy this now Every preacher's first instinct is that um, you're not going to attack, you're not going to close my church. That is the first instinct uh, of uh, the pastor and the preacher, the pastor of a church. I've pastored three churches and I love them. Uh, They become sort of a spiritual, um, the church itself, the people of the church become sort of a a spiritual uh, wife uh, to you. And um, you love the church that God gives you, you, that God has sent you to. You love them. And the first reaction of any pastor is uh, toward his church. And when, especially when it's being in, infringed upon, it, it, it appears it's being encroached upon by government, is to say, no way. But now the question comes up, and that's what I, I want, uh, Pastor, um, running to uh, talk to us about is this is it being a good citizen Uh, not to do that not to abide by the mores that are put in place to say protect us from ourselves and that, that's the question. Now, speaking during uh, his sermon uh, to a very large group at um, um, the, River Tampa, uh, the River Church there in Tampa, um, over the weekend, Howard Brown, uh, Pastor Brown, uh, Howard Brown said, We're not stopping anything. We've got news for you. The church will never close the only time the church will close is when the rapture is taking place. Yeah, you know, and, and I get it. I understand what Pastor Rodney Howard Brown is saying. I understand exactly what he is saying. He is a friend of mine, he's a dear friend of mine. But he and I have disagreed on certain things before, and I want to see if we disagree on this, uh, too. And I want to want him to give us his standpoint from this Uh, and he went on to say um, the pastor then told his congregants according to the website Right Wing Watch well I know they don't Uh, well I know they don't want us to do this but just turn around and greet two or three people tell them you love them, Jesus loves them listen, this has to be the safest place if you cannot be saved in church, you in serious Trouble, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that uh, we should talk about when it comes to this topic. Because um, there's certainly division on this topic, the way it's being presented by preachers everywhere. There's going to be division on it. Because you have church members who work for the CDC, you know, and you have church members who are public servants and and those type and that type of thing, and 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 they see it from a different vantage point. And the question comes up: Then, who is? What is the church? Huh? Who is and what is the church? Who is and what is the church? When we talk about closing uh, churches because of health reasons, uh, what are we talking about? And see, that's what—that's what he's challenging there. That's—that's that's what Pastor Howard Brown is challenging. Why should I do this because the CDC says so? if if that's so then they're going to have to be less nebulous than they have been they're going to have to be more uh, upfront than they have been about the nature of the virus and Americans now are beginning to ask all kinds of questions you see when it comes to this and keep in mind That eternal vigilance is the price that we all must pay for our liberty. Yeah. Now, 20 points. Monmouth polled, uh, has Joe Biden 20 points over Sanders in Arizona um it seems as though Sanders is going to fight on until the end you know regardless he's going to go all the convention I have a feeling and that's going to be interesting Here we got the coronavirus uh, that might last until the end of the school year for New Yorkers who have who are most hit by the coronavirus and the states that I am in um Colorado right on the states in Louisiana the states that I have things to do with uh, have high incidence of uh, coronavirus and it appears that that is going to continue to be the case um, it appears that this is going to get worse according to those in the know before it gets better and if this is just then the tip of the iceberg, then I, I tell you what, um, we, we need to start asking questions as to exactly why we're going to be asked to do what they're going to ask us to do. We need to ask questions as to why. huh? Yes, we need to do that. Church members need to know. Business owners need to know. tours restaurants are taking it on the chin. Hotels are doing the same. Uh, even the airlines may be thinking about bankruptcy even now to protect themselves. Seeing how it is that ticket prices or a, you can go just about anywhere you want to now for a song and a dance. Tap dance onto the... the um, <laughs> into the the airport, get a free ticket to wherever, Maui, whoever knows, you know, it's it's bad. And you still have people talking about uh, the Russia probe, which they're saying maybe wrapped up by summer. Who's talking about that? Attorney General John Durham's investigation. (laughs) He's talking about that. Yeah, he's got a probe going into a federal probe going uh, of Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election, and most likely will finish by the end of summer, possibly as soon as July. Unnamed sources confirmed to Fox News on Monday that uh, based on Durham's progress, he should be finished investigating Sometimes in the summer. Now, Jim Jordan, last week at a meeting of the House Rules Committee, um, stated that um, investigation is due to be completed sometimes this summer. Now, what we will also find out is that we're going to learn more about deep state And there are individuals, Jim Jordan went on to say that he's got to believe individuals, uh, that individuals at some point are going to be held accountable for their actions against the President of the United States. Yeah. And so, interesting times. That we live in. Incredibly interesting times that we live in. Tiring, too. It kind of wears you out. What it is that we dig into and bear and uh, deal with. On a uh, daily basis. And now you throw... This idea of a coronavirus, uh, uh, COVID-19, into the mix, along with all the other stresses that we have as Americans. When we throw all that into the mix, folks, uh, the world right now is stressed out. The economy in Italy was not good. Spain the same way, and Spain is, is is being hit pretty hard. The anxiety level across the globe is at a fever pitch. Yet we as Americans, we're we're still. I'm I'm looking at the streets. Uh, people are going about their business. And so forth. But my question uh, was in the uh, first hour of the show was this What happens when those cars that are going up and down the street right now don't have anywhere to go? Because you now have mandatory quarantines or uh, shutdowns of businesses. What happens when they don't have anywhere to go? Now, we have been talking about uh, the effects of socialism on this country if, in fact, somebody like Bernie Sanders became serious, serious candidate for president of the United States. And do not be mistaken. I agree with those who say Bernie Sanders can could become President of the United States. And, and we'll talk about that when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant show here today. Yeah, he could become President of the United States. Bernie Sanders still could become President of the United States don't discount that yeah don't discount that something is going to go down at that convention that nobody's seen can't wait to see it happen I'm CL we'll be back with more in just a couple minutes (laughs) Back with you on this great day in the USA. And it shall remain that way as long as there are vigilant people like you throughout the Fruited Plains who are paying attention to what is going on. We are here to build a bridge daily to conversation throughout our great nation on the C.L. Bryant Show. Coming to you live throughout the Fruited Plains. Planes today, and we're on daily, daily, twelve oh five to two p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Tune us in if you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryan Show. Be sure to download free vclbrianshow dot com vclbrianshow dot uh, not c.lbrianshow dot the C.L. Bryant Show app. The C.L. Bryan Show app You be sure to download that free Now um, We Have as conservatives Fiscal conservatives in particular Social conservatives Yes We have definitely put up The wall of defense To Further Conservative ideals And ideas uh, in this country, we've, we've definitely stood on the wall and we have uh, certainly uh, tried to tell everybody that uh, Marxism, socialism is certainly a design on the economy that will, by necessity, reorder the way American fundamentals are seen. Are you hearing me? Um, We have railed against that. Yes, we have. We, We have railed loudly against the type of spending that a uh, journey through Marxism and socialist ideals would take America. We we have railed against it. We've talked against it. We know that that is not the way we want to go. Until, until there comes a virus, let's say, that says you must have certain medical controls in place over a population and and certain medical advantages in place in a population in order uh, for us to be safe. We're to say that's what we're told. And being the good citizens that we are, we will do what's necessary to keep disease away from ourselves, our children, our communities, right? Definitely so. In order to do that, what must be done then is to see money get spent. That may be earmarked um, for emergencies, yes. We have the monies there. We have the equipment and and things there. And they're there because we could go to war at any time, and we want to be able to stay alive. So that we have we have equipment stockpiled uh, for uh, disasters, no doubt about it. But what about the spending that we're being programmed to do on knee-jerk type of um, circumstances and situations. Is it true that uh, automobile accidents, the flu, um, kill and will kill more people than corona in um, any of the places that they're mentioning on the globe? In America, particularly, since this is where we are, I mean, will will it kill uh, more people than the flu as we the flu as we know it, or drunken driving or car accidents, um, than you know anything else? I mean, will it is that out of the ordinary? Will that happen? We don't know don't know Uh, the guess is not then if it's not can you tell us why then we are this um, involved to a point where we are uh, looking at detriment to our society society as far as not working, not going to school, not gathering—what uh, is—is that? Can you answer that question? Is it more dangerous to us than the flu as we know it, and, and automobile accidents and and you know drunk driving? I mean, give us reasons to quit doing what we have been doing while you develop the virus um, uh, antidote or, or the the um, serum for it huh oh I, I understand it I get the spread of it I get I get that I get how uh, airborne it is and believe me I um, That's nothing to play with. I understand that. But are we getting the right answers that we need as to why we yield this portion of our liberty to government officials? Are we getting the answers that we need? That's all I want to know. And so, um, here we go. Spending money. Bernie Sanders um, is saying, and he is right, that he's not going anywhere. He shouldn't because if he went anywhere now, he would be leaving the stage when the ball is bouncing toward him. Now, we'll see tomorrow how uh, this affects voting. And all of that type thing in this in this season that we're in, we'll see tomorrow. But if Sanders somehow gets some type of reprieve among voters who hear him saying that this is something that uh, hmm uh, needs big government money and involvement if he can squeeze out of this new life into a socialist movement because people now are in a mindset of who's going to take care of me are you hearing me huh who's going who's going to take care of me And the Pied Piper, Bernie Sanders, uh, at this point in time, uh, if if he left the stage, he would be leaving the stage at the precise moment that the ball is bouncing toward him and his court. It has been knocked loose, at least for now, to scramble for it. It's going to be interesting to see how Biden gathers it in. How his people gather it in. That's another thing. I, this thing, uh, supposedly affect totally elderly, elderly people. And there you go. You have these three presidential candidates, uh, all in their seventies. Yeah. President Bernie and Biden all in their seventies. The president, um, I don't think he's been exposed to anything. Uh, he said he was going to take the test. Has anybody gotten any news on that? Has president been tested on that? All in their 70s. And um, yes, I do think it's the last time we're going to see that. For a long, long time. But um, Kamala Harris uh, backs a Democrat. That is running against Lindsey Graham, although Kamala has um, pretty much become that uh, person. Jamie Harrison is picking up support from Kamala Harris. I don't think Jamie is in her right mind. <laughs> um, listen. Kamala Harris endorsing someone at this point in time is I don't know what the equivalent of that would be Um, but it would would not be a a, um, it's not not an important endorsement and Kamala being from California she's endorsing someone uh, against Lindsey Graham there in South Carolina Uh, it's just one of those news making things when there is no news to be made the Democrats are in deep deep trouble but they keep getting saved (laughs) the president was about to put them away and they were going to sell they were going to implode on each other over the Bernie Biden debacle and it's still going to be a debacle. They were going to implode but they got saved. It's almost demonic how they get saved. Yeah. They were going to kill each other off now they can at least rally around this one thing and Bernie Sanders folks I'm telling you do not count Bernie out especially if the um, race takes to social media that is Bernie's strength social media his strength is young people. Now, um, CDC urges no gatherings. Now, that's pretty tough. Over fifty for eight weeks, two months. Disney closes Orlando hotels and shops. An NBC poll um, split among party lines on Trump handling of coronavirus outbreak, but it is saying most Americans believe that the worst of this is yet to come. And that's what we're being told. And we have to be vigilant. Voters are split on how President Donald Trump is handling the coronavirus outbreak in the United States. The polls showed also, uh, here's the breakdown, 45% approve of the job the president is doing in handling the outbreak, 51% disapprove. Figures that nearly match Trump's overall approval ratings, 46%, which is uh, statistically unchanged from a month ago. 81% of self-identified Republican Voters approve of how the president is handling the situation, while 84% Democrats uh, (laughs) disapprove. Okay, so write down party lines. Yeah, among independent voters, uh, 43% approve and 52% disapprove. Uh, 15% of uh, respondents say that they expect the virus to change their lives in very major ways. That's significant. 15% of uh, Americans polled believe that this is going to change their lives in major ways. And uh, an additional 26% say they think it will change their lives in fairly major ways. 39% expect only small changes, while 17% say it won't change their lives in any way. And, of course, they are the ones uh, who are uh, having their um, medication changed. This is designed to change your life, whether you are aware of it or not in Uh, significant uh, ways I don't know how major it is depends on the meaning of major is in the context in which that is you know but this is going to change our American lives it's going to change the way we deal with one another Uh, I had just gotten to the point where I was not shaking hands with people. I was uh, fist bumping them, Uh, you know, but now uh, even they're saying that is not kosher to do. So the question is, question is going to be, has to be, um, what, how far do we go? um in, uh, in, in in having them tell us what we are able to do as individuals with each other in gatherings, all of this um began back when we allowed Madeline Murray O'Hare to do what she did. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. We the programming began as far back as then. Roe versus Wade was just another step in the programming. Affirmative action, same thing. Good, bad, and different. Same thing. Huh? It's the programming. Uh, lack of school choice. is the programming. What, uh, however, you want to look at it, there is an incredible debate that we can have on the progression of um, socialist policies in this country. No, when I when I talk about affirmative action, I'm not thinking about the black and the white of it. Okay. even though uh, that has a lot to do with it. I'm, I'm not I'm not thinking about the black and the white of it. No. That's not what I'm thinking. I'll be back with more of the C.L. Bryant show and I'll clarify I'll clarify when I return. Don't you go anywhere. I'm C.L. You thought I was worth spending.
0: So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worthless. So you cleaned me up inside.
1: You thought I was to die for. For so you sacrificed.
2: Find... Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, "Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio."
1: God bless America. I do the best
0: I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand.
1: Yes, I do. Uh, for the old red, white, and blue, I stand proudly every time. I still get uh, chills when I sing our national anthem wherever I Hey, folks, um, let me say this to you. All of this programming that's going on right now, if that's what it is, I'm not saying, um, uh, but I know that we are being taught to behave in a certain manner right now. We're being taught to behave in a certain way toward uh, one another and toward the coronavirus and toward Uh, Our world at large We're being taught to behave that way And uh, there's a reason why We're being taught Uh, We have come to this point And that started way back When we were programmed uh, Out of uh, That we can't do certain things Because certain people become offended Um, you You know As far as abortion being uh, a, a right, a universal right of a woman over her body. That was a programming. A formative action was a programming. Even though, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm glad that the playing field was leveled. The question is, um, the playing field will always need to be adjusted and always need to be leveled, but what happened during that period in time and women actually uh benefited um, far in greater ways black women in in particular black women white women um, uh, latinos latino women uh, women period benefited uh in extraordinary ways affirmative action much more than that helped the the black male so affirmative action was a method uh, even though I'm glad the playing field like I said was leveled uh, but it was a method of programming as well and it leads us to votes changing hands loyalties politically being um Reconsidered, it leads to that type of re- reprogramming. Um, yeah, you reprogram, and it leads to Corona, to where we are right now, the way we're being handled. You do realize that uh, because of what we suspect, what we fear can happen. And I I say again, I am not uh, accusing the President of the United States of overreacting at all. His job is to take care of us, is to look after us. He is supposed to respond the way he is responding. But in kind, in turn, uh, Americans... What uh, we must always do is not just swallow everything whole hog. Pay attention to what's going on. Uh, Ask questions about what's going on until you're satisfied. Reasonably. Do you reasonably satisfied? Because everything you can't be told. Everything you won't know. Okay? But... We cannot go blindly behind any elected official who um, wants us to do extraordinary things as far as our society is concerned, especially when the flu that we know, the common flu, well, not the common flu, but uh, influenza is still killing more people than this, uh, H, uh, this Corona virus. Well said H1N1, but you do remember that one. Huh? You, you remember Ebola? You remember all of that? We, we got past it. We got way past it, but it's always something else. And it does appear that when something else comes around, it's worse, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. It does appear to be, when it comes around, it appears to be worse. So the president's handling this very well. Uh, I am, uh, I feel safe as an American, although I I still go where I want to go. But to recap it all... um, this thing is halting oral arguments on the Supreme Court level. Uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo who is of course positioning himself for 2024 run for the White House is saying well you know we need a national standard not necessarily a mandate but a national standard where um, every state should know what is being expected of it and I think that standard is already being met by President Donald Trump's administration but Cuomo is saying that's that what he would do and you of course can't forget that uh, regardless of what the national standard may be each state is sovereign and uh, you should Do what you, in your state of government, in your place where you're being locally government governed, where you're being local locally governed, you should do what um, is um, conducive to who you all are in your state because um, New York is doing what they have to do Cuomo is doing what he has to do in New York City for New Yorkers which is a whole different situation than a place like uh, Shreveport Louisiana and this is going to boil down to individual municipalities and communities this is what that's going. This is what this is going to boil down to. And so, um, hey, live your life, folks, and make sure that there aren't people who around you. Who would unjustly un um, take away undo take away your 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 right to live your life? You folks who are thirteen years of age up to um, fifty years of age, um, you're not even there's nothing that is uh, bothering you. There's nothing that has come around to you as far as it's concerned as people who are older except keep in mind little kids they're probably carriers <laughs> you never know what they may touch right so be vigilant yeah all right um, COVID-19 that is something that we're going to be talking about on our national scene for a while even as our presidential um, race for the White House uh, unfolds the Democrats are panicking because really they cannot campaign the way they would like to campaign which leads me to believe and say that I always see the, the divine hand of Almighty God resting upon the administration and the re-election of Donald John Trump because uh, he doesn't necessarily have to come campaign. Not the way that Biden and um, Bernie have to. Trump has his party's nomination. He's going to be the candidate for his party. He is the incumbent. He is handling uh, this uh, COVID-19 very well, regardless of uh, the monkey wrenches that the Democrats want to throw into this. They know that he's handling this well. And he's not having to campaign like Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. So it works to his advantage. This is actually working to his campaign advantage. I hate to sound so jaded about that because uh, uh, people are sick and they have died from this, but even even though the opponents are trying to turn this into something horrible for Donald John Trump, it still works to his advantage yeah. Isn't that amazing? So all of you remember the words of T.J. Thomas Jefferson, that old white man and his powdered wig. The price of your liberty, freedom, will be eternal vigilance. Americans, that is what we must never forget as we ask ourselves the question how easy is it to control the population of the United States of America? from what we're seeing it's pretty easy and of course you look out on the streets and there are still cars and so forth traveling up and down the street but not as sparse as they have been but what happens when there's no place for those cars to go they're at home hmm who makes money off of that Are we going to spend the money to keep Americans and America afloat? Is that any different than the socialist activities of Bernie Sanders? Is it any different? Some say yay, I say nay. We do what we have to do in order to help Americans stay on their feet. But that's all. Otherwise, we will become uh, victims of our own charity. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds? And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm C.L. and my heartfelt desire is that God will bless and
0: keep you all. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just. A
1: True. We'll